Hi, pros. Lou Santini here, host of Amateur Nation. My dry bar comedy special, Amateur Nation, is now available. And just like this show, if you're allergic to a lack of common sense in today's world, and you like your comedy delivered with uncompromising, tell it like it is bite, then check out my half-hour comedy special, Amateur Nation. Go to drybarcomedy.com slash Lou S. This is my way of saying thank you to the pros who listen to this show every week. Drybarcomedy.com slash Lou S. Amateur Nation is not just a podcast, it's a movement. The Honor and Remember flag is a nationally recognized symbol that sends a message of appreciation for the sacrifice made by our fallen heroes and their families. The flag flies at many NASCAR races around the country, and you can help honor our nation's fallen military members and remember the eternal sacrifice of their service by flying the flag too. Text FLAG to 71777 or visit honorandremember.org to learn more. Together, we remember them all. podcast you are about to hear is often based on true events and people. It chronicles the dialogue and actions of random, anonymous, obnoxious, self-entitled, unintelligent, self-centered idiots, attention whores, ignoramuses, dolts, clods, nimrods, douches, weirdos, drama queens, overly sensitive crybabies, and people who think they are better, more important, and special than the rest of us. In one word, amateurs. It's Amateur Nation with Lou Santini. We call attention to and call out the amateurs, the people who are doing life wrong, the speed bumps of life, the people that are in your way every day, the unintelligent, obnoxious, attention-whoring, self-entitled, drama queen victim types who chip away at the moments of your life due to no self-awareness, common sense, manners, or social skills and are disturbing the flow of the pros. Hello, Mom! Amateur Nation, it's not just a podcast, it's a movement. This is episode 246, Oprah, EVs, and other things that ruin Earth. On today's episode, Oprah is horrible, everything you need to know about the climate change and EV hoaxes, and the latest tech that will steal your life. Plus, no plant-based nibbles on a la carte, and three things that are done right on three pro things. Pro Nation first, shouts out to Jeremy Long on Truth Social, and you can find me on Truth Social at Lou Santini, and Robbie Goldfinch on Instagram. You can find me on Instagram at Lou.Santini3. And special shouts out to Bailey and Bryce Cosden in Hawaii and their friends and family going through some very tough times, as well as fellow pro Jeanette Gilioma of Ohio and her friends and family who is battling also. I'd be lying if I said I wasn't thinking about how precious life is and how rotten it is that these two families have to endure health emergencies on top of everything else going on in America that we talk about on this show. Perspective. Your post of the week. From one of my favorite Instagram accounts, Nashville Tea Party, here you go. Everything is backwards right now. We are private citizens. The government should know nothing about us. They are public servants. We should know everything about them. 
Something I'd like you to keep in mind before we dive into today's three topics. Try to remember this as you listen to today's episode. The New World Order, the government, woke culture, etc. can't make you do anything. They cannot make you buy an electric car. But they can jack up the price on gas-powered cars and gas itself and eventually only sell electric cars. They can't make you get a shot, but they can shame you into thinking that if you don't, you're selfish or racist or privileged, or they'll take your job and career from you. They can't make you hand over your guns, but they can pull a New Mexico and declare a special emergency just for 30 days and they can coordinate with the banks and bank credit card and debit cards to track and trace your gun purchase and put you on a list that will deny you something else you need later, unless you give up your guns willingly. They can't make you get rid of your gas stove and gas-powered car, but they can shame you and force a fake emergency crisis on you under the guise of climate change, or even more stupidly hoaxy, racism. Enough of this shit. Here's what's happening in Amateur Nation. Now dig this. Step one. Topic number one. Oprah is a horrible person. Ever know someone, a friend, a family member, maybe an ex-girlfriend or boyfriend or an ex-spouse, and maybe you knew them for a long time and later found out that they were the complete opposite of who you thought they were? I think each and every one of us goes through that at least once in our lifetimes. That ex who flat out deceived you and led a double life, cheating on you and hiding a world of drug and alcohol abuse. That boss who seemed nice and was such a family man who was found guilty of embezzlement or fraud. That co-worker who seemed like she always had it together and was popular and pretty and left a trail of physically hurt or dead people. That friend who was a social butterfly and always borrowed money from many different people only to kill herself. I personally have been touched by or know someone who was touched by circumstances and people just like in the examples given. It is of my opinion that Oprah is like one of these people. We have an admittedly abused woman, battled weight all her life, armed with intelligence, likability, extreme wealth and power, gives cars to audience members, Interviews the Hollywood and cultural elite. And don't forget, she's black, a woman, and fat. The trifecta of oppression. She never married, never had kids, but advises families how to live their lives. Rumors begin to circulate that she's involved in child trafficking. If you heard this podcast the last couple episodes, you've heard audio of shady real estate deals that involve land grabs while nearby land is destroyed. Then this billionaire goes on with a near billionaire asking for your donations, pledging to raise $10 million in a town worth $4.5 billion prior to burning and triple or quadruple that once rebuilt. Then she pads this hollow gesture by combining her pseudo-humanitarianism with this oppressed victim statement. I don't know if there is another public person whose weight struggle has been exploited as much as mine over the years. Help! Help! I'm being repressed! On the Today Show Instagram account, she's now exploring weight loss drugs and recalls being shamed 
for her weight. Yeah, you know what? Just, yeah, please, just hit the drop now. Yes, please, do it now. Shut up! Shut the fuck You're up! You're all right to take me Shut up! Will you shut up? Shut up! Shut, 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 shut up! Shut up! She said her highest weight was 237. Yeah, I think you mean 327. Hey, fatty! You are fat! <laughs> but the good news is, she's ready for this conversation. Shut the fuck up! Aw, the serial-killing land grabber is oppressed. And don't forget, America, the answer to good health is more drugs! Yay, Big Pharma! Keep shilling as you were instructed, Orca! Pronation is not having it. This comment from Bernadette Ward. She says, stop. No one exploited Oprah except Oprah. Her talk show was her platform to talk about any issue she wanted, and many times she chose this topic. From Just Mean Diane. The audacity of the Today Show to paint this woman as a victim when she was soliciting everyday Americans who can barely make ends meet all while she's got billions, tone deaf, and repulsive. This post from James Wynn. Miss Winfrey exploited her weight all these years herself. That is a big part of her brand, her fame, and her wealth. Deal with it, lady. You might know a millionaire or someone who is financially well-off, but do you know a billionaire personally, a multi-billionaire? Do you see how this much money, power, and influence creates delusional people who have lost touch with the common man, so to speak? I pick on Lakami James often because I've watched the transition go from talented and humble local Akron basketball player fresh out of high school to undisciplined, disloyal, anti-American, whiny, crybaby, flopping know-it-all simply because he has money, power, and influence. When you're that rich, you don't have to be smart. You don't even have to be able to read. No joke. When you're that rich, you don't have to live within the law either. You can steal land, have people murdered for it, and then remind people that you're fat and a victim. When you're that rich, you can rape children on an island and no one's the wiser. But just in case, since you're that rich and powerful, you can pay judges and governments and media to ignore your crimes. That's the kind of money we're talking about here. Oh, Lou, you don't know. Stop. It doesn't take a detective to connect dots. It doesn't take a genius to see the publicity machine surrounding Oprah. I guarantee you, her publicity team was in an office last week. Okay, we're getting some serious backlash in this Maui donation thing. Ideas, let's go. Um, she's fat-er again. We can ride that. Good. Get so-and-so at NBC and get her on the Today Show. Make sure she says she's ready to have a conversation. Let's make Oprah the everywoman again. Fucking assholes! It is that simple. By the way, remember when I mentioned a few episodes back about Bill? Nerd. Nerd. Dork. Geek. Nerd. Gates founding a company called Appeal, A-P-E-E-L, where they supposedly make an edible chemical coating that will be sprayed on produce to, take a guess, help solve the U.S. food waste problem and prolong the life of produce. Guess who kicked in as an investor? Oprah. Reminder, if you see that appeal sticker on your produce, 
put it back. Bill Gates wants to cut back on produce waste. Maybe start by stop buying out farmland in America and let the farmers do their jobs. Seems like if it's skeevy, Oprah has her flippers in it. Oprah, like Bill Gates, like Lakami James, all follow a pattern. Initially, some discernible talent of some kind comes from humble beginnings. Talent grows. Fame grows. Power and influence and bank accounts grow. At some pivotal point, corruption kicks in. Talent is then turned on America and or humanity, and they lose their way as they sell their souls. And now this. And now for step two. Topic number two. It's time for This Week in the EV Hoax. Let's start with the climate. Because you can't justify the stupid and uselessness of going to all electric vehicles without scaring you and lying to you about the climate and the environment. The environment is falling to shit and you're all at fault. This headline from CNN, dated April 18th, 2018. Global warming is killing the Great Barrier Reef. This headline from CNN dated August 4th, 2022. Parts of the Great Barrier Reef record highest amount of coral in 36 years. I guess since August 4th, 2022, it's been all downhill. Moving on. How about this headline from Texas Monthly? Thousands of old wind turbine blades pile up in West Texas. Turns out... What is possibly the world's largest collection of unwanted wind turbine blades were brought there by Global Fiberglass Solutions based in Washington State. Left. Abandoned. When you hear people say smartphone or smart TV or smart car, what do you generally think of? Most people think high-tech. The latest, or simply better. New and improved. Did you know the word SMART in technology is an acronym? SMART stands for Self-Monitoring Analysis and Reporting Technology. Your smart home and smart car, smart watch, and yes, even your futuristic smart cities sell you convenience. But like all, and I do mean all smart tech, it's about control and tracking. Moving on. Here's diversity hire, complete incompetent Secretary of Transportation Pete, even the Hot Wheels are racist, Buttigieg, having his feet held to the fire as he mumbles and stumbles to say nothing while regurgitating platitudes and catchphrases to defend the hoax that are EVs while in Congress. Nobody wants these electric vehicles unless you're an elite that can afford them. People in my district sure as hell don't want them, so keep going. Why are we doing this? Is it over CO2? Yeah, we're doing it for three reasons. Even though the EV revolution is going to happen anyway. Oh, I think it's that's a revolution like, caused. I, I would love to be able to answer your question, Congressman. Yeah, okay. Even though we think that transition is happening in the automotive sector no matter what, there are three things that we think are not guaranteed. Will it happen quickly enough to materially help with climate change? Will it happen on equitable terms that are available to people who aren't wealthy and okay, might not be able to? short on time. So if I could just please finish my answer. Let's drill on the climate just change. Just finish. Will it be made on American soil It's about CO2, isn't it? What percent, what percent of the atmosphere is CO2 that we're chasing here? I'm sorry? What percent of the atmosphere is CO2 that we're chasing here? Because you're talking about climate change. I, I don't know the percentage of atmospheric gases. You don't know the percent of the atmosphere. What I can tell you is that climate change is real. we got to do something about it. Yeah, this one's and called autumn, sir. So sorry? This one's called autumn right now, so yeah. 
I'm sorry, I couldn't make out what you said, sir. This climate change right now is called autumn. I can handle things. I'm smart. Not like everybody says. Like dumb. I'm smart and I want respect. I love using quotes, drops, facts, opinions, and audio from fellow pros. It's what supports the common sense vein that is the through line of this podcast. And thankfully, I'm never in short supply. This pretty much sums it all up when it comes to green technology. From Unveiled Truth on Instagram, here's literally all you need to know when it comes to the EV and climate change hoax. They tell you the water is rising when they own beachfront homes. They scream global warming when they're flying in private jets. They tell you save the environment when they're using child labor to dig up cobalt. Because you're much easier to control when your life depends on electricity. Sneak Peek Thursday gives you a 60-second trailer of what's coming on the next episode when you follow me on Instagram, Truth Social, Facebook, and or YouTube. And don't forget about the audiograms teasing next week's topics throughout the week. Please subscribe to my YouTube channel. It's at Lou Santini. If you want to see and read more about me, go to my main website, lousantini.com. A la carte and free pro things soon, but first, the latest tech that will steal your life on topic number three, next. The honor and remember flag is a nationally recognized symbol that sends a message of appreciation for the sacrifice made by our fallen heroes and their families. The flag flies at many NASCAR races around the country, and you can help honor our nation's fallen military members and remember the eternal sacrifice of their service by flying the flag too. Text FLAG to 71777 or Visit honorandremember.org to learn more. Together, we remember them all. There's been an odd shift in human behavior over the last 15 plus years. A sense of entitlement. A constant need for attention. Ironically coupled with the need to be left alone. A desire to be treated the same as everyone else. Stupidly combined with the mindset of, I'm special, so treat me accordingly. Introducing the book, Amateur Nation. The Decline of Common Sense, Manners, and Social Skills. The second edition. Inside, you'll read The Amateur Mission Statement. The 30 Truths About Amateurs. The Four Stages of Being an Amateur. Amateur habitats and history social media plus me 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 equals amateur technology and amateur behavior with dozens of real funny photos weird signs and laugh out loud real life accounts and actual conversations vividly showing how us pros are surrounded by amateur nation every day download the expanded second edition of the ebook amateur nation the decline of common sense manners and social skills the second expanded edition available now be a pro go to amazon type amateur nation You keep doing your little comedy show. You just have a good time with it. All right, now step three. Topic number three. Hit me! It's time for This Week in Tech That Will Steal Your Life. Have you heard about or seen the commercials for Legacy Box? It's simple. You send them all your memories that are on outdated tech, like Super 8, 16mm, VHS, DVD, CDs, etc. Well, as they put it, Simply send your legacy box kit filled with tapes, films, photos, and audio recordings. Then they send you a digital version of your memories via thumb drive, digital download, or DVD, adding, it's like magic. No, you mean it's like invasion of privacy. So let me get this straight. I send legacy box 
all of my precious private memories, the only copies I got that show people, places, and activities from my personal life, and they're not going to literally steal, share, and harvest my memories for some other sneaky, privacy-invading purpose, I guess sending my blood in the mail to find out my ancestry wasn't stupid enough. You have to be out of your fucking mind. Don't forget to send naked pictures of yourself for blackmail as well as your social security number, ATM pin, and your mother's maiden name. And with the exception of Cleveland, this place has the worst security in the nation. They say our team of professionals will digitize every item by hand with personalized updates provided at each step of the digitizing process. I can imagine the updates now. We're checking out your wife's boobs on that pool party video you sent. We're now doing research on her and all her social media, bank records, criminal records, etc. So we can later blackmail you or stalk her. Also, we found a clue regarding an old criminal case that could muck up your life you had nothing to do with. Okay, let me be clear to avoid a lawsuit. I'm not saying they do that. And of course, I'm being overly dramatic here. What I am saying is, how easy would it be for them to do that? You're kidding yourself if you think your identity, information, privacy, and social circle couldn't be impacted in some manner. Did you send your DNA to third-party companies? Wonder how they did all that COVID testing on tissue samples. It comes down to this. Tech cannot be trusted any more than Big Pharma. There are other ways to transfer your memories. There are production houses near you that will do the same service, and you can be there watching them while they do it. Or you could do it yourself if you're tech-savvy enough. But this will prey on the sentimental, the old, and the tech-stupid and or a combination of all of the above. Nowhere on their website is there an answer to a frequently asked question regarding privacy. But what of reviews? And not the paid celebrity endorsements on the Legacy Box website. I mean real people who have used the service. Now, to be fair, they seem to average three and a half to four out of five stars. But as always, it's not that I put stock in only the bad reviews of a product or service, but it's the type of reviews in that I often ask, what seems to be the common complaint? What type of language is used by the reviewers? Here's one that caught my eye from Joe from Kokomo. He said, we sent in 22 VHS tapes. Two are irreplaceable. They arrived early February. They sat in their receiving warehouse for three weeks. They started the meaningless 10 to 12 week clock three weeks later when they scanned our barcodes. Now, eight weeks later, and they haven't even started on our beloved tapes. When I called, a snappy young lady kept saying it's 10 to 12 weeks from when they scanned them in. She tried to gaslight me. She said it says this on their site, but the site says receive and receipt. Then she tries to upsell and price gouge me by offering to expedite my order for an extra $89. We already paid $230. I'm reading Better Business Bureau complaints and Indeed.com employee reviews. Sounds like a terrible place to work with bad management and the quality of the copies you get is so-so. Or blank. Blank. Employees giving one-star reviews. The CSR admitted they are understaffed. She could not quote me when to expect my copies back, but if I pay $89, it's three to four weeks, not forever and ever. This is called a deceptive and misleading business practice, and it's also known as bait-and-switch. Price gouging, like a ransom. Okay, so what are the prices? Well, normally, pricing is from about $66 
up to $1,180, depending on how many things you want digitized. But right now, everything seems to be half off. For a lot more bad reviews, go on Reddit. Amazon reviews has them at 42% one-star reviews. And lots of YouTube videos not happy with Legacy Box with titles like, I would like to see this company shut down, and sticker scam, and why is this company continuing to fuck their customers over? It's one thing to write a bad review, but when you're shooting videos, pass. I'm hungry. Let's do some nibbling at the a la carte menu, shall we? Here we go. Hey, remember when Obama was president for eight whole years and racism disappeared and all the poor cities stopped being poor? Me neither. More proof that the transgender population are mentally ill. This headline. First trans NFL cheerleader compares role to becoming doctor. First of all, he's no she, nor is he like a doctor, but I'd probably trust him with medical advice over anyone in Big Pharma. Question. Why don't the Carolina Panthers have the TV networks do close-ups of this guy cheerleading? Guess want to see my dick? Pennsylvania Senator John, I dress like I'm five Fetterman. You're an embarrassment to not only our government, which shockingly is hard to do, but also to men in general. You're also a grown man. Wear a suit to work, amateur. Have some dignity and reverence for the office you somehow fell into. No wonder he's an ignoranus. Hey, do you have Amazon? Amazon Prime? Now they're going to run commercials. So in addition to the $140 a year membership add-on, another $36 a year to not have commercials. Congratulations, you just paid $176 to watch TV for a year. Not counting what you pay to watch TV elsewhere. Yay, technology! Maybe now with all this extra money, human roll-on deodorant Jeff Bezos can finally get my package to me within two days like they've been promising from day one. Oh, by the way, the Federal Trade Commission is suing Amazon, claiming it's a monopoly and stunts competition. No shit. Speaking of brick-and-mortar stores dying, Target is closing nine stores across the country in New York City, Seattle, San Francisco, and Portland due to theft and safety issues. I'll take what is Democrat-run cities are getting what they voted for and deserve for 500, Alex. Now, where will Target sell their trans kid collection clothing? Guess those trendy Ukrainian flags that people put on their Facebook profile pages got tiresome and the trendiness wore off in a couple weeks. Or, or, maybe it's because thanks to your American tax dollars and this money laundering biolab human trafficking money being sent to Ukraine, you, the American listener of this podcast, are paying the salaries of all 57,000 Ukrainian first responders. Is it me or are Americans done with this fucking country? Ukraine, that friend who never picks up the check and says, I'll get the next one, $90 billion later. Can someone kindly tell me what the fuck is going on? Some numbers for you. 300,000. 7 million. 3. As in, 300,000 illegal aliens walked into America last month. 7 million total in three years. Look how easy it is to get into this country. Speaking of numbers, here's another one. 43 million. As in dollars, as in the amount of money in grants given to activist professor Ibram X. Kendi's Center for Anti-Racist Research at Boston University that is now largely unaccounted for three years after its founding. Kendi, who championed critical race theory and launched his research center during the 2020 Black Lives Matter protests, I mean riots, 
like BLM, has done nothing to improve black lives. Plus, most of the staff was recently laid off. I guess racism isn't a recession. Three things that are done right. This is the portion of the show called Three Pro Things. Number one. Why don't you like Trump? Number one go-to no-thought mainstream media pre-programmed answer? He's racist. Enter Angela Stanton King on her experience giving birth while in prison in Georgia and how she literally teamed up with President Trump for criminal justice reform, despite initially believing the media's racist rhetoric. This clip by Heather Mullins on Instagram. When it comes to President Donald Trump, I want to say this because a lot of people accuse this man of being a racist. And I just want to say that I've met President Donald Trump working on criminal justice reform. I, too, was one of the ones that said, no, I don't want to go talk to that man. I don't know him. He he hates black people. Well, that's what they said. And so they said, well, Angela, he's working on criminal justice reform. You have a story. Many of you may or may not know that I served time in a Georgia state prison. And while I was serving time in that prison, I was pregnant. And when it was time for me to deliver my baby, I was transported to a hospital here in Georgia by a police officer and I was chained to a bed and I was forced to give birth to my baby with a sheriff watching for a nonviolent crime. Also separated from my family for a nonviolent crime. But you know, the Democrats said we only supposed to fight for the family separation at the border. They forgot all about the family separation in the border. They want Trump to apologize for the CP5, but they ain't demanded that Joe Biden apologize for the 94 crime bill. But that's something else. I had a story. They told me that this man was a racist, but I had a story. And I knew that if I could use my story to convince this man that there was a need to reform our criminal justice system, then I would do that. I wasn't going to be worried about emotions. I wasn't going to be worried about the media. I wasn't going to worry about the naysayers. I was going to go in with my story and see if I could make a difference. I found myself sitting in front of President Trump in the Oval Office and I shared my story. This is the man that they told me was a racist. I don't know. I'm scared to death. Is he going to hang me? I don't know. Is he going to call the KKK the way that the media has betrayed it? I'm in a danger zone. Just so happened that he heard my story, not only did he pass the First Step Act, but he also made it illegal for them to chain women to the bed during their childbirth. This white man that they told me was a racist, they told me he hated black people. So not only did he just sign one of the most historic forms of criminal justice reform legislation to ever hit this nation, overturning the 94 crime bill that massively incarcerated black America, freeing nearly 20,000 people to this day. The First Step Act, I sat in the Oval Office with a lot of criminal justice reform advocates. I saw Kim Kardashian on the front page taking her pictures. I saw Alice Johnson. I saw Louis, uh, Louis Reed. I saw Van Jones. I saw Jessica Jackson. I saw, uh, what's her name, Vivica Fox. I saw Isaiah Washington. But I don't see any of them here today. 
A lot of people want to take a lot of credit for being criminal justice reform experts, criminal justice reform advocates, but to tell the truth, you didn't free nobody. Trump did. Kim Kardashian had the nerve to put up a tweet to say free Gunna. Gunna is a YSL rapper tied to the Young Thug case, charged with Rico, the same DA, the same charges. You put up a tweet and say free a known gangster in Atlanta, Georgia, but you won't put up a tweet and say free President Trump. And the only reason you getting any credit for freeing anybody is because President Donald J. Trump signed the papers. As a criminal justice reform advocate, somebody that's grateful to President Donald Trump for giving me a second chance, giving me an opportunity to run for Congress by clearing my record. Somebody who was completely oblivious to the corruption that happens in Atlanta, Georgia. I just wanted to do something for my community. I refuse to be silent. Not only will I stand for Atlanta, Georgia, not only will I stand for America, not only will I stand for the babies being aborted in the womb, not only will I stand for the mothers that choose life, I'm also going to stand with President Donald Trump. Number two. From Raheem Kassam on Instagram, this simplified step-by-step -step guide on how China overtook America. The Chinese Communist Party took the jobs out of the United States. The Chinese Communist Party sent the United States fentanyl. The Chinese Communist Party bribed our political leaders, bought our media, stole our technology, took over big tech, picked a candidate, sent us a pandemic, and then turned us on one another. So you want to understand why we are in the position we are in. It's because, hey, an evil declared war on the United States on the free world many years ago and we did nothing about it and we have lost that war at this point quite simply if i were president i would do everything i could to remove any and all influence trade media real estate holdings and illegal chinese aliens from the united states quite simply america needs to ghost china like a bad relationship leave them twisting in the wind wondering other countries just might follow. Yes, I know it's easier said than done, but it starts with ending all trade with China. Amazon would be destroyed. And sure, Amateur Nation says the trickling down effect would be catastrophic to, say, people who work at Amazon, including the lowly drivers, so to speak. But think of the jobs it would create by having Americans make the stuff Amazon sells and all the cheap stuff China manufactures, including steel. The job situation would move in America's favor almost immediately. What, the situation we're in now beholden to China is working? Their crappy products? Slave labor? Not to mention there's a reason China creates one-third of the world's pollution and that they're building coal-burning plants weekly. They own manufacturing and major industry. They own it. Americans aren't getting rich from China. They're getting some poorly made products quickly. Not always cheaply either. The titans of industry are the ones getting rich. You are getting stuff that saps your wallet. Jesus, be more gross and chinese Number three. From Deliver Liberty on Instagram, listen to late British Prime Minister Margaret Thatcher do a mic drop on socialism. You want to keep more of the money you earn. I'm afraid that's very selfish. We, we shall want to tax that away. 
You want to own shares in your firm? We can't have that. The state has to own your firm. You want to choose where to send your children to school? That's very divisive. <laughs> You'll send your child where we tell you. Mr. President, the trouble with Labour is that they're just not at home with freedom. Socialists don't like ordinary people choosing, or they might not choose socialism. Hey, if you like the show, please leave a review, copy and paste the link from whatever platform you listen on, and send it to a fellow pro or an amateur that is doing life wrong. I'm sure you know one or ten. Watch me go after amateurs on my Drybar Comedy special, drybarcomedy.com slash L-O-U-S. Amateur Nation is not just a podcast. It's a movement. Remember, amateurs, we see you. You're not at home. Don't do life wrong. Go pro. Don't be an amateur. For Amateur Nation, I'm Lou Santini, and this has been a big, major production. Guess what we see my dick?